Hi, welcome to the Ask Pasadena's podcast. This is episode 13, and this week our question is going to revolve around the significance of the resurrection. Um, this is an important question because Paul says that without the resurrection, our faith is futile. And so here is Pastor Dennis with his answer. Okay, really good question. Um, if you want to do an in-depth study on this topic, um, N.T. Wright has written um, a great book called Surprised by Hope. We have a copy in our um, BTM library. Um and he's also written another book called um, The Resurrection of the Son of God. The Resurrection of the Son of God is basically a, an apologetic on why we can be confident that Jesus really did rise from the dead. It's a, it's a very um, scholarly work that goes into the, the historical proofs and evidence, And um, but that is a, a massive book. That's if you want to go super deep into did Jesus really rise from the dead. Um, but his book, Surprised by Hope, is really why why it's important that we understand um, why the resurrection is significant, and and it really is. And I'll just I'll, I'll just summarize some of the the main reasons here. Um, one of the the difficulties for Christians has been we don't really get the resurrection, and that's because you know the popular understanding is when we die that we're just going to go to heaven, and you know we're going to float on clouds and play harps and and sing forever, and um, in that context. There's not a really um, there's there's no place for resurrection. But I always emphasize this um, that really the biblical emphasis is not that we're going to heaven. Going to heaven is just a temporary is just a temporary um, future. Um, the the real thing that's emphasized is when Jesus returns and the dead rise. That is the emphasis of Scripture that the dead are going to rise and that those um, who put their faith in Jesus are going to be glorified, meaning we're going to be given um, resurrected, immortal, glorified bodies that are perfect and that cannot be destroyed. And with those bodies, we're going to be living forever. And and, and Jesus modeled that. So the significance of the resurrection um, with three quick, quick points is this. Number one, it shows us that that we are going to have actual bodies, like that our future is not ethereal, it's not like we're going to be floating spirits, you know, singing forever, but we're going to have real bodies in the same way that Jesus modeled it for us, right? He um, ate food, right? And he, you know, he had holes in his hands that that they could touch, right? And and we are going to have the same type of thing. We are going to have bodies, and I think that implies a lot of things, that um, we are going to be working in the age to come that, um, you know, we're going to be eating real food, you know, and, and uh, you know, I always say that, you know, I, I don't think it's so much about us going to heaven, really it's more about heaven and earth becoming one um, in the glorified next age, and so, you know, we might be living in Los Angeles, you know, for the rest of our lives, or, you know, or rest of eternity, um, or, you know, we might be colonizing other planets, that's totally speculative, but I think it's likely, you know, I think that's that's probably what's going to happen, so I think when we understand, um, you know, resurrection in that sense, it gives us a much more tangible sense of what the next life is going to be like, so when Jesus talks about, you know, in the parable of the talents, he says, you know, you did well with these ten talents, now take rulership over ten cities, I think that's, that's, what it's going to be like. There's going to be actual cities that we're going to be ruling in the age to come, and the resurrection is kind of our hint, is our key, that that um, is what it's going to be like, right? So that's that's number one. Um, number two is that it 
it shows that Jesus was not a fraud, right? And this is a big this is a big point because there's a lot of people who've claimed to be the Messiah um, who didn't rise again from the dead, right? There's you know a lot of people who um, said you know I'm the one, and then they died. And um, their disciples dispersed and gave up because they're like, oh, shoot, he, this was not the real person, right? But Jesus' resurrection shows that he was the real deal, right? That the things that he said was going to happen, that they are going to happen, that um, the Father shows his approval on the Son. Why? Because the, he, ro- he raised him from the dead, right? So uh, all of it, it is the vindication. This is why Paul says in in you know, 1 Corinthians 15, that if Christ hasn't raised, risen from the dead, then our faith is is futile, right? Our faith is worthless, and we are the biggest liars ever, right? Because the apostles are going around telling everybody that they saw him risen from the dead, right? So it is the great proof of Christianity that our faith is real. And it's, you know, when, the, when Jesus died, the disciples were, you know, filled with despair. They were giving up. Peter was going back to fishing, right? But when they saw him resurrected, um, it validated all of their hope, and it showed not just you know not just that their original hope was was vindicated, but that in fact it was far more vindicated than they thought. Right? Nothing can stop it. Right? If death can't stop Jesus, then nothing can stop it. There's no power in heaven or earth that can stop um, him from becoming king of the entire world. Right, that's the idea. So it gives a great confidence um, that not even death can stop us. Right, and that's the confidence that the um, disciples had. Right, that not even death can stop us. Because the third reason why the resurrection is um, important is because it's a promise to us. Right, that Paul says that Jesus is the first fruits, right, of the dead, and so he's the template. And it, you have to remember back in the in the first century, there was a, a, a huge debate on this. Was there actually going to be a resurrection from the dead? And the Pharisees said yes, based on Daniel 12. Daniel foresaw, you know, uh, multitudes rising from the dead. And, you know, the Sadducees were like, no, that's figurative, that's symbolic, that's not real. And so this was a very big, lively debate in the first century. But Jesus' resurrection proved which side was right. It showed that there actually will be a resurrection from the dead. And not only that, but that is the, the, the hope that we have. That in the same way that Jesus rose from the dead, we also are going to rise from the dead. And that's why we have great confidence. We don't need to be afraid um, that, you know, they can destroy our bodies. They can hurt us in this age, right? But we, um, you know, Paul says that this body is just a tent, Right? Like in the same way, you know, it's an analogy that the the body that we're going to have is going to be like a house, like a mansion, right? Um, And this body we have is just a a little tent, right? So we don't need to worry about getting uglier as we're growing older, you know, about, you know, physical deformities we might have or, you know, you know, for me, I went through a period, I remember where my voice, you know, I started to lose parts of my voice because I'm always screaming and shouting when I'm praying. And, you know, I got so sad because I love singing and, um, you know, but I have this great confidence in me that even if my voice in this age gets destroyed, um, I'm going to have eternity to sing. Right, and my voice is going to be way better in eternity than it is now, you know. And that's that's the hope that we have. We don't have to worry about, you know, our decaying bodies in this age because we're going to get something that's far better and more glorious in the age to come. Yeah, I thought I thought that was a great response, a great answer. Um, and I just have one more question, just to kind of follow up. Like, it seems like the reason 
why this question even comes up is because there's not too much teaching, at least that I know of, or too much emphasis on Jesus' resurrection. We tend, as uh, Protestant Christians, we tend to, it seems like, focus more on the cross and what happened there um, rather than like the resurrection. The resurrection kind of is like that one to two sentences at the end. Oh, yeah, and he resurrected <laughs> kind of thing. Um, do you have any understanding as to why that is or or any insight that you can offer us? Yeah, I mean, you know, I touched on it at the beginning, but I think that that's, that's because what happened is the church started really emphasizing um, this idea of us going to heaven. And that, you know, um, and, and this isn't me saying this, this is N.T. Wright. He argues that this is really Platonic thought. Like Plato was the one who thought that, you know, um, humans are, are, are two-part beings. They're, they're body and soul, and the body is evil. And upon death, the soul escapes from the body and, you know, goes into bliss, like this ethereal bliss. And that idea was very popular um, in the Roman in in Roman society, right? In Greek thought, and so when um, the church became increasingly, um, you know, Gentile, the leadership of the church, you know, they really started thinking along these Platonic ideas of, oh yeah, our soul's going to escape, and that's an idea that people understand, they can connect with, and we're going to live in bliss forever in this place called heaven, and. But the problem is they really changed what the biblical priority was, right? That that is that's a that's a small idea in the Bible. The big idea in the Bible is the resurrection. That's why the the apostles emphasize it so much, right? And that's why it's such a big deal. And I think it's really important for us as a church to get our minds off of this idea that we're just going to go into bliss in heaven. Because what that does is it robs us of meaning. There's no purpose to rulership, you know, for us in heaven where we're just chilling and singing forever. Right, nobody wants to go there, you know, and 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 that's a problem for us because what the heck are we doing in this age? We're training for reigning, like we're we're building up our character. Why? Because we take our character into eternity, right? We're training our wisdom because we need our wisdom in eternity, right? Like these are important things. In fact, we're going to get our assignments for the for the next age based on how well we mature and grow in this age. So, like, it brings purpose to all of this kind of stuff that you lose when you when it, when it just becomes about you know bliss in heaven, right? And and that's why I I emphasize this a lot, you know, in my preaching because I, I do think this is so important that we understand resurrection is the key, resurrection is the big deal, um, and it and it makes the the scriptures so much better if it makes them fit together so much better makes them so much easier to understand when we get into the mind of the original jewish authors and kind of get out of the the platonic philosophy cool awesome i can already think of more questions that that could come up but our time is over for this episode if you have questions to follow up with with this podcast like i do (laughs) go ahead and send them in to burningtreetkc at gmail.com We love your questions. We want to try to answer all your questions so that we can help you in your walk with Jesus. Um, But that's it for this episode. I'm your host, Nick King, and we'll see you next time.